A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast has just got its very first sponsor. The podcast is now proudly sponsored by MerchMonster.ie. On MerchMonster.ie, you can buy personalised hoodies, t-shirts, polo shirts, personalised snood face coverings, and a whole lot more. They've even got a product personaliser over on their website. Go over there and check it out now. They deal in one-off orders and also in bulk orders, class hoodies, team and work polo shirts, and everything else in between. Go over there and check them out now. It's MerchMonster.ie Now let's get back to this week's show. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast. I'm joined once again by Sean Smith of Tordas Sarsfields and Kevin Ryan of St. Mary's. Um, this week we're going to have a look back at the games that were on last weekend. Lockmore and Killinall in the preliminary of the senior. Moneygall and Cap White in the intermediate preliminary. And the relegation battles as well as the under-19 final. Um, Sean, we'll start with you in the stadium Friday night. Uh, Killinall and Lockmore went as expected. Uh, we, we said it last week, we, we weren't expecting anything other than a lot more win, but maybe a bit more of a Kilnall fight. Yeah, we're kind of saying maybe Kilnall come in with kind of a not to lose. Actually, it was a good hammer and hangs go at, but to be honest, it's over after the first quarter. Lockmore cruised victory in the end, like, but it's hard to know like, what did that game do for Lockmore? Not a whole lot. They came over, don't scave any, but other than that, it was kind of a case of it's a kind of shop now, as in. I know everyone's on about divisions and they're great and we're mid-champions and that, but like, you know, are, are they kind of getting a hindrance then for the team that's thrown against them and Corlock Moore and all, but they won in the end, but was it when it worked happened to either team? They're not going to die in the shame with rain for sure and that's what their goal is on here. Yeah, Kevin, I, I don't think the game probably would have taken much out of Lockmore, really. They were 
it was probably they probably would have had a harder training session if they if yeah they not, not definitely not on the surface of it but you know games a game like that it does take your toll you are still getting yourself up for the battle even if it doesn't happen you know especially a friday night game you might have that's kind of getting off work early and the rest of it as well you do have to psych yourself up to go into battle even as sean said it was probably over as a contest you know certainly by half time but probably after 10 15 minutes um yeah i think that a lot more the we were saying it last week, you know, that of course it had to be a lot more taken out of it for the preliminary round. But games mm. games do take their toll, I think, and, you know, it, it's ways to be seen now over the next, you know, this weekend, um, you know, are, are they a little bit flat or can they get themselves up for another battle? Yes. Um, they, they, they won at Hendy, as we said. John McGrath and Noel both got both got goals. Um, I suppose the John McGrath goal was to, was to get what finished it as a contest. I think that made it 1-9-2 or 1-9-3 at the time. Um, but they were able to bring like Ed Connolly off the bench, who was who was played with the county, I think, you know. And it's it's they're a serious outfit, aren't they? And, and like Brian McGrath was very unlucky for not to have a goal as well. He was put through, I think, by Noel. You know, it's, it's they're a serious outfit. Yeah, all all the three McGraths were two to four. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, just I mean, talk about you know the recognition of county honors on their team is just it's all through their team. They are a serious outfit. Yeah. Absolutely. The other the other game on the, in the preliminaries went a similar way. Um, Cap White and Moneygall, uh, another double digit um, loss for for the boys from the west. Um, but the master plan didn't work out, so yeah. Mike, no, no, no. Um, Damn. Yeah, it just uh, it just it's just all gone. It's all gone. Pear shift on us now. And the CCC breed. I think that the the whole intermediate championship won't be held up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, just to take you up on your point, it, it, Sean, about the divisions, it, the two preliminary games were certainly weren't an advertisement for for um, for divisional winners coming in at a preliminary round. Anyway, maybe uh, maybe if Killen all were, but then they wouldn't have been in that position because they qualified in the James Arena. So, uh, but certainly coming in at Dan Green level didn't do them any favors. You feel Mike now like that. Not even being close to Money Gall, is that going to kill you now in the relegation battle, like performance wise? Yeah, well, look, uh, yeah, uh, it probably did us more more harm than good. Um, going into the going, especially when there's only the whatever five or six days break, and it's a, it, it wasn't good. It, it uh, we we do we are carrying a lot of injuries, whether they'll be back this weekend or not, is, is neither here nor there. Um, Money Gall scored 422. Sean Kennelly, Joe Fogarty, who we spoke about uh, many times in this podcast. Uh, I, it was my first time seeing Kennelly live, and, and he was very, very good. And it will take a very good cornerback to to hold him. Um, Fogarty then is very effective on the, um, around, the, around the half-forward line. And Moneygall are just a very, very well-drilled team. And uh, Shane Connolly from Nina is training them, and uh, um, they're... they're 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 very good. They'll take a lot of beating in 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 this championship. Um. So yeah. Anyway, moving swiftly along from that, we won't spend too long on that one. Yeah, I just have to pull you up on that. Whatever excuse Killen all have going up a division to play a team, you know, you're there with the, the poor cap away belt. Say, oh, the division link doesn't work. <laughs> it was just a bad performance, I think. There and yeah, good oh, chance no, to rectify the weekend. I, oh, I, I'm not making any excuses at all. We we've been poor all championship, Kevin. Um. Bear the first half against Drum, where we went in at halftime, eight points up, um, and after that, it's been a shit show. <laughs> and, um, I mean, we, we we lost that one by two or three points. We went out against 
Balnehinch, it was it was our Boris Kane, it was a double digit loss in a game that meant nothing against mine, it was another double digit loss, and in a preliminary quarterfinal it's a double digit loss. So I mean it's not we're not in a good place going into the, the Mile Rovers game and they, like they were very unlucky um not to qualify. I mean at one point they were qualified and then um Golden got another couple of points and won by six and and qualified and they went up into second and next thing Mile Rovers are on the bottom. So uh we did meet them at the same stage last year and, and won it was the first half was close, but we won convincingly. I think there was ten points in it at the end, but I certainly don't see anything like that um at the weekend um considering and and last year when even when we played them the football the, they were in the midst of the football uh, my rovers whereas for this they've had two weeks to, to get ready for it. you know the football quarterfinals aren't on for another till sunday week or whatever so i i, I honestly couldn't see I, I wouldn't be surprised if we won but if we lost lost it wouldn't be a surprise either the way the way things are going yeah, it'll be close. I think, as you said, there's there's a lot of my rovers favour that you know they can turn it on in the day. They ran Ballangari very close. I think in the south, so they yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they beat Golden eighteen sixteen in the in the um in the group stages, and I mean we struggled. Or Sean was at that game as well. We struggled over Golden in the West Final. It went to injury. It went to injury time of extra time before before we got the the winner. But um. Yeah, look, I don't know. Relegation games, as we all know, take on a kind of a life of their own, don't they? And, and um, yeah, you just kind of want a performance. You just want to win and get out of there and get to the pub. Like that's what <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, speaking of relegation games, uh, the two Dan Breen relegation games went ahead at the weekend. Uh, Mike Harkey and Ros Gray. Um, Sean Mike Harkey, the mid-team, they, they got the win there um, up in Templemore. I think got a very fortuitous goal early in the in the game with the ball skidding off the off the astroturf into the net, which I think sparked a bit of controversy about the about the use of astroturf in, in goals. Yeah, for sure, it came from the opposite end of the field as well. The ball is bounced, but the goals in Templemore, but that's known. Like we scored power, score more goals against Lockmore there back oh, seven eight years ago. He just hit the ball to the ground, used it to his advantage, like. Other teams can use if you want to. Like, you can give what out about all you Pat want. Bork? Why, why was Pat Bork Harlan Jr.? Sure, you're seeing us play nowhere only in the stadium. No, that was against Lockmore <laughs> in 2010 <laughs> mid-final. I don't know when it was. Long time ago. 12 maybe. But he scored six, seven goals that day and he just hit the ground. But like other teams, we it use it. We're playing. the same AstroTorf. Yeah. We, we just use it. Like, you can use it to your advantage. Like, I found the goal as a player there and say like, it's leaking. It's dangerous. Uh, it, mo- you know, it must be a nightmare for goalies, right? Yeah, just to like maybe people haven't seen it out there. It's like a catwalk comes right the way out. I mean, there's AstroTurf and then there's the Temple Moor AstroTurf, which is an absolute, you know, skating. Race. It's not, it's not the 3G kind of stuff. It's literally yeah. like you've seen a hockey, a hack, hockey AstroTurf. It's real light. It's gone down to not a single line off right. all the work. Yeah, That's yeah. how you describe it. Yeah. But, but like um, it's that, and that goes there. The other problem is that goes in the town end anyway, like because it's so close. You can walk in off the park and you're using it. The goals are messed. So, this came in and hasn't been maintained, but it's a talking point. But again, it's Ross Gray are always there, thereabouts. It can never get over the line. You see it over the last number of years. And in fairness to McCarkey, they did a good mid-championship, you know, two yeah. big scalps, and they probably, overall in the year, they probably deserved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you said, Ross Gray, they, 
they're they're they just can't seem to buy a win in in Dan Breen the last couple of years. I think they, the only game they've won in two years is the is the relegation was it relegation semi final last year or something. They, that's yeah, all yeah. they've that, that's the only game they've won and and they've well, been even very right close, down I mean, the many games they're ahead. Yeah, if you write down the many games they're winning yeah. by well and then lost or drew in the end, like it was it's outrageous. Like. Yeah, I know. I know. Nina weren't going well this year, but this like they'd still be a, a serious outfit. And uh, Rosgrave put up twenty six points against them, and you know at that serious scoring and to be involved in a in a relegation final, it, it must be tough for them with that kind of bit of underage success. But then the same would have been said of Mike Harkey, who have had underage success, and if they were in it, it would have been it would have been a disappointment. But um, the other semi final of that was Erog and Holy Cross, which went to extra time and penalty. Uh, we we called that I think last weekend that we couldn't we couldn't pick a, a winner of it, um, and 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 so it turned out. Um, Kevin, do you know anything about? Were, were you? Yeah, I suppose just maybe a general point for us. We're talking about the same four or five teams that are, you know, in relegation from Dan Breen the whole time. I think that's just about their level. It's a very hard uh, competition to crack and to get up into the quarter finals. But you know, Mike Harkey, Ross, you know, your Ross Gray's your Aerog. Holy Cross then actually came up from the Orient just a couple of years ago and might have been in relegation. Again, yeah, we said it'd be a, a, a close game again, but um, just from reading the report on it, I was added now that uh, Dara Woods, Carl Barish to, to the fore for, um, I think, Jack Ryan as well for Holy Cross. Just um, probably almost all true, but, you know, Aero, the bit of nouse, um has, has come through and it's, you know, they're seasoned campaigners at, at this level, the relegation and they, I think they were in it last year as well, but they just keep on, you know, keep on doing enough to keep their head above water. Uh, maybe they'd be better off, I suppose, a year or two in the Orient and, you know, being, being being the team to beat for a couple of years, but I suppose, yeah, that's why it would be another close game of the weekend. Yeah, I suppose they, they, they were very close to, to being in a quarterfinal. You know, that, that was that group that came down to, to one or, one or two. Is two is, end of Tuivara got fucking hammered. You yeah. Done Holy Cross thing. You know, let's yeah, spend yeah. it's not here tonight because he's too afraid yeah. to show his face. You know, but, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I was, but, yeah, I was, but they lost that game to their own fault against Clarity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, they're I mean, at the whole game, they lost it. So, Holy Cross lost that game rather than than Kenobi Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I don't know what report or who who wrote the report. I, I thought Carl Barrett was very disappointed. Now at the weekend, he, he spent a lot of his time in the half forward line and uh, very ineffective. He but. I would say he's he showed balls of steel to stand over the penalty, which was like seven minutes into injury time, and scored it to to send the game to to extra time. A rather dubious penalty, I will say. I I I couldn't see where where the penalty was, but I suppose at at that time with three points in it, the referee was always going to give something if if, if he thought he saw something at, mm. at that end at that time of the game. But but Barrett had a very good. Uh, extra time then I think he scored the first two points in, in extra time and actually Holy Cross looked like they were they were going to they were going to win it but as you said they're all just know how they just stay there they're, they're you, know, you don't get a good lead on them at all and Conor O'Brien went off injured and they were able to put Paul Devlin back into full back and, and he came out with every ball that was, that was there mm-hmm. and, uh, Mooney brought off lads a, as good a save as you'd see in championship this year long ball in full forward snapped it and he was in and from which is from three yards, um, he, he got his body in the way. And, and that was Aiden Stakeland for the far. That was a big lad, right? Big, big tall, yeah. yeah. He yeah. doesn't miss usually, he's yeah. too fairly. Um, and Tom Fox is to the four, was he for? I, I, I thought Tom Fox was excellent, and Brian Fox, and um, two, 
the two two guys you would have picked out beforehand. But uh, yeah, they, they really showed their their class. Tom showed his class all through. Brian then at the end came out with the two balls, two high balls into square. Um, Brian Fox's hand is up. He grabs him, and and the game is over. You know, um, uh, but poor old poor old Ginny Fern coming in the Holy Cross goal spilled one out in front of of Ginny Cross um, for the goal, I suppose, which won it. Um, maybe two minutes, three minutes from from the end, and kind of an uncharacteristic uh, mistake from Ginny, who's who's a very good keeper. But I'd say maybe the the sun was in his eyes or whatever. But um, he, he just happened to spill it out in front of him, and your man tipped it in like he was uh, like a scuttery goal. But I mean, at that at that time of the day, it was it was fucking goals to their own, yeah. and they tacked on a point or two to. To, to win it, Mooney actually finished with one three in the game. He also scored a penalty and, and three long range fees. So I mean, he, I mean, he's 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 doing serious scoring for for Eroge in, in the in the championship. Um, the other game, the other relegation game, lads, and the weekend was Arvill Rovers and Bally Bacon. And um, no, we're not going to spend too much time on this. Um, for reasons outside my control, in it. He's gone for review. We put it that way. It's passed yeah. on. It's for review, is right. Um, but yeah, that um, that game finished finished the draw and finished the draw after extra time and went to penalties. Didn't um, finish nil nil, did it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and ten points, I think. Just to yes, Cummins finished with ten points and saved three penalties. Uh, I think he missed his own penalty actually, mm-hmm. um, yep. but he uh, he scored one from play, and I'm trying to figure out how he got one from play. He must have. He must have taken a sharp puck out and took the return and launched it. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes serious. he takes about seven or eight of them. Like you know, and yeah, yeah. one goes over, he's a hero, or whatever. Yeah. Probably seven or eight goes over the end line. like. But I mean, Jesus, forty-six years old, ten points yeah. and, and, and saved three penalties. And and I, there's a great picture. I, I don't know if you see it going around. A great picture of him with the, with the Arvel Rovers goalie. Um, goalie, the Arvel goalie's line. Might, might regret that. Now, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. So it looks like there's a there's an objection going in, uh, very technical one. Uh, be interesting to see how it plays out over over the next uh, the next week or two. So that uh, that that's oh we won't we won't go away from from uh, the big game of the weekend, which was the county final. Um, Sean Sean Smith has his arms in the air. Um, oh, the middle's the same areas put 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 their pins to their collar, all right. Yeah, Kevin is Kevin is looking to know if if Paddy Creedon has has returned out of Owen McCarthy's pocket. There's all this talk about, about <laughs> Paddy Creedon. There's uh, he only scored a point from play, but uh, I think he was he was very well marked. But lads, um, the report I wasn't at it, but the reports I saw of it were that Sars were were in control but weren't able to pull away. Mary's Mary's kept their kept at it. And if they'd have got a goal, it would have might it would have really put the the cat amongst the pigeons, but just just couldn't seem to get it. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a fair. We were very dogged. Um, Sars got it. You know, Mary's got the first score of the game, but after that, kind of Sars were constantly probably, you know, a point or two ahead for you know duration of the game and pulled away at the very end. Then we needed a goal to to really make a game, but put us put us back into it. We missed a few frees, I think, in the third quarter. Probably proved a bit costly, but. You know, f- f- fair play to Sars, as I said, we probably tied down Paddy Greedon. Um, that part of the game plan definitely worked. But, you know, when you players, um, the likes of McCormick there and just looking at the Tommy Marr, Tommy I think Marr, excellent yeah. as well, you know, excellent as well for Sars. It's hard to keep them all quiet and they just got their scores that bit easier. Probably the, the few natural forwards, maybe just the, 
a party political broadcast while I'm here. You know, we are playing these games a bit, you know, with one hand tied behind our backs because all the tourist lads are coming for five or six years of hearty cup hurling. And, you know, I think we really need to, a strong school in South Tipperary to bring our hurling on, I think would really make a difference there. The high school has 700 pupils concentrated hurling and the Tip County Board, then I think a GDA for Clonmel, the Clonmel area. But, you know, it's a it's almost an untapped resource there in terms of potential if we want to see Tip win in All-Irelands in the next few years. That's what yeah. we need to do. To be fair, Kevin, like we, going in, like as I said at there, we scope on the pod here, like Mary's over the years draw strong, like we're had to go in and play our best game and Mary has the plans, your physical hurling was good. You said maybe missing one, maybe two fours or a clinical. You're kind of playing players maybe to cover other spots. But like you couldn't, you only pulled away in the end, you just couldn't get that kind of comfort cushion. But first half, tit for tat, um, a few frees missed. Tommy was excellent freeze for us, to be fair to him, like, no, which was different. Um, the ref gave freeze to both sides that I don't know what they're for, to be honest, at one point. Like he yeah. was a bit erratic, you know, but that's Dave Ryan, that's how he is, like, you know. Um, I'm wanting to know no keeper kind of made a save really which kind of no, yeah just saying that um, I was saying just on Saturday and it could be Adam Brannigan that he didn't have a save to make and the third Sarsfield Sar- keeper as well you know it wasn't, wasn't expecting coming up at all it showed kind of defending was excellent from both sides then you know it was I know they were giving me a freeze and that but they weren't getting shots away in goals um, so that's kind of great like from that point we were great to win it but Liam McCormick was exhibition for us to be honest he was his speed he won the ball there in the second half he had no right to block down your cornerback coming out. Yeah. He ran 50 yards across the field, blocking down. And if it went toward the bar, it would have been viral, to be honest, but it didn't. Yeah, it's, it's exceptional. And he got a lovely point, I think, over the, the stand side as well in the first half. I think it was excellent. You know, Is many that team tough. young, Kevin, going forward? Like, what kind of age group are they? Yeah, we're only missing a couple off the, um, you know, off out of it next year. And um, there's a good few under 17. Arguably, some of our best players, Tai Chi and under 17s, you know, so there's a good future there. Out of that team for us, you know, we've other lads. Most of that team is under under nineteen again next year. I'm looking down to it. I think not Ty Condon centre back who was excellent on Saturday. He might be over, over age on McCarthy. I'm not sure on Carl Dealy, the captain. I think he's there next year. How, how did uh, Peter McGarry go? Sure. Um, Kevin, how did how did you think Peter McGarry went? Who kind of? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Peter, so you know, yeah. very good. Um, probably. Just had to move him about into the forwards, maybe, or have him spend a bit more time in, in the full forward line, a bit more than I would have liked, just because to try and get the goal to bring us back into the game. But, you know, he was he was very lively out the field as well. You, you're pardoned upon now again, Robin Peter to pay Paul in. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of did a... That's the difference. Yeah. And we done kind of a, a role then, even the same Paddy when Peter did full forward, we ladder front from against, so it's kind of taxes both team and... Even Peter, he picked off a few scores when he took, went out to take a free. The free may go wide or miss, and he won the break of all coming out, you know. So, his yeah. clever reading the game was exceptional. Like, fair to him, is a good talent, like, yeah. No, Sars is a bit to wrap up. Very, very good team, very impressed, but worthy winners, I think, you know. Yeah, um, Sean, obviously, we, we all know about Paddy Creed and he's hurling away with which are seniors. Is there anyone else on that team hurling senior at the moment? Or, um, uh, Dara Stakelin be coming on himself and Paddy kind of swap in the corner forward position there. Um, he was sent to forward again. Well, Marshall, to be honest, they had the work done on him. Dara only got into the game near the end when he kind of went back as kind of a cover midfield centre back. Um, Lee McCormack's on our team. James Armstrong is there, centre back. He's an exceptional hurler. 
the further back center on it. But you know, it was a good mix there of lads playing different levels. Both yeah. seven, eight, and would have played June Ray as well, and subs in the arena team. So, yeah, and um, Kevin, we obviously we, we, all, we all know about Peter McGarry and and um, Young Dealy, um, and obviously Owen McCarthy seems to have come to the fore after after his his weekend, but. Is there anyone else on that team that you can see making a big impact for your Seamus Orion team? In, in- yeah, de- I, I think James Morrison started on our Orion team, you know, to date. Um, James, again, you know, big, big, hardy young, so that kind of wing back there and, you know, has a very good future ahead of him. Um, we, yeah, if they weren't on starting on that Orion team, a lot of that team is also playing junior A as, junior a as well. So um, just an under 17 as well, Rory Lahey. So he'd be one to watch next year over the next couple of years. Next couple of years as well, and Tai Sheen, as I mentioned already, has another under seventeen there. Uh, you know, played, did very well and was well up to the standard there. Yeah, very good. It was a good weekend for Torres Hills or Dorlas Og as well, Sean, with the the thirteen thirteen county final win and getting to the semi final of the seventeen with a hard fought win over the Swan. Yeah, like the exact Swan game. I wasn't that, and I wonder why is that in your mind. And he said, "Cheers, Dorlas Og flying here." And then at half time. And second half, I mean, was Jesus, we've stopped hurling. They're lying on freeze, get over the bar, and Swans just came out. And it was a strange game, but there are kind of games, and they're kind of that far ahead, younger lads. What do we do to kind of switch off a bit? But we got over the line then, but um, missing Darren Nog there is probably minor count, minor forward, like mm-hmm. county minor forward, who also missed off the 19 team. I don't know what situation he is, he's waiting for results to come back, so he mightn't feature at all this year, but. Another game, anyway, and 13 is a good win over Burris, but that's tit for tat as well. That Burris team is exceptional as well, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I was surprised. Uh, obviously, the, the um, Doris Oak bit loud out it was in the, in the 13, but um, mm. we played Burris Lee a couple of times and, and always found them quite good. And I was surprised they were ahead, I think, Burris Lee at half time, but yeah. uh, I think they only scored one point in the second half. And, and um, your lads took over some some excellent hurlers on that on that thirteen team. So you're coming again. You're you'll be there for ten years underage anyway. That's for sure. So lads, we'll move on to the the quarterfinals, um, which which go ahead this weekend. Um, we'll start Friday night, uh, in the stadium. Kevin, um, Mulnahone and Borsali. Um, I think we've already said we. I think we're all a little bit surprised that that Mulnahone um topped the group, but they I suppose they're they're um. Prize for top in the group is is Boris Ali, uh, a very tough draw for them. Not that any of them would be easy at, at this stage, but the way Mullenhorn have been playing, they, they certainly won't be afraid of, of going up against Boris Ali. Yeah, the closer this one gets, the more I think, you know, I'm looking at the four games, I'm, I'm certain that there'll be a shock or surprise in one of them. And I'm just thinking, you know, do Mullenhorn, you know, the three currents, a couple of O'Shea's, obviously, on Kelly will take, you know, you know, up full forwards, you know, it's. They'll battle the whole way in, in this one. And I, I just wonder, um, you know, could they cause a bit of a surprise? My thoughts, um, you know, Boris, obviously, have done it all over the last few years. And, you know, in terms of going, you know, even, even getting the monster as well. But, yeah, something niggling at me that I just give Monhone a chance in this one. Yeah, I suppose a, a big thing with, while Boris Lee do have good hurlers, they, if the thing isn't going well for them, they normally send one of the Kennys into full forward and they'll land ball in on top of them but I couldn't see them getting any change out of out of Paul Curran with, Paul with his experience you know on, on that kind of a tactic so if if Mulnahon can stay stay with them and um, they'd certainly trouble them down the stretch I think yeah definitely and you know Alan Curran and Sean Curran be two other the other two Curran's with Sean especially at, at this level you know in Semple Stadium I think 
you know, he has the ability to light up occasions like this as, as well. And they will need, Mullen will need him to, and, you know, as well, their other scoring forwards as, as well. But as you said, um, you wouldn't be surprised if Barcelona just kind of come and, and win this one by 10 points or so. But just, you know, the, the two Kennys as, as, as well, McCormick's JD, Devaney, and, you know, obviously Brendan Maher as well. Like, they, I think, you know, we're blessed, I think, this weekend in tip because the four games, you know, in, 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 in the Dan Green, they're all they're all crackers. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that that one goes ahead Friday night at half seven in the stadium. I think that's on Tip I TV, so that would be one to watch. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you're on um, RT three o'clock prime time, three o'clock on Saturday against all rivals Tenolti. Um, Tenolti maybe not going as as well as other years, um, but still won the West Final, qualified second. Uh, they like to play in the stadium, I suppose, which is which, and, and they have players that, that like the big time. They'll, um, while you, you're probably going to be favourites, it's uh, it's still a, a, a tough draw for you. Kind of as feel out of saying during the week, just when the hurling starts now, we know I know it's win our group games that this is it, shit or bust kind of. Um, Canalty, all over the years, they're a hard team, they'll hit you, yeah, they'll do everything they can to stop the hurling. Um, like the ground is going softer, there's no two ways about that. Like it's not somewhere hurling now anymore. Um, so the ball will be flying off and our fast forwards and say, like, mightn't have it, but we'll have to hurl to our potential to win it. Like that's what we have to keep doing. There's no point in showing up like good last year against Nina and fucking game's over. A whole match and going mad fucking looking at TV like that. That shit can't happen again. Like, you know, I have to, but look a bit different this year. They kind of seem to glue it in a bit more. So, but as you say, they're going to be a shock somewhere, as Kevin said. I don't know where it's going to be, but there will be. The games are too obvious for the favourites. So there's going to be some kind of upset or something. And maybe the whole thing of being on TV, can you know, may raise it again. But even against Castle, they saw in the West, Mike, it's hard to know where they're at. That was a game. They're probably in control the whole way. They're winning out the middle of the field, slapping points over for sport. You know, they were. They looked in cruise control that day. And in a group, I know they're up and down. They got through in the end. But hopefully we can come to the phone, which probably the same team lined out again. We know what to be honest. Yeah, I suppose as as a Torres fan looking at Tenolti, you would say Dylan Quirk obviously is, is probably their their marquee name now. He's on the county panel. Do, do you man mark um, Dylan? Would say like will will Ron and pick him up, or if he's drifting out to the wing, would you be happy enough for Jack Derby to, to stay yeah, on him? Yeah, I depend. Like Joseph Ryan can do a job there. DC can do a job. Like the backs there, if you put Mikhail back on him, it depends where he starts. But like we've our fall, backs are kind of decent. To be honest, like. I don't mind any of American, to be honest. And like the thing is, if most teams are kind of play stars, kind of even sweeper these days, and like getting up rolling and being free or power being free, which is I can never understand it, to be honest. It makes no yeah. sense, like you know, but it's going to be interesting to her in the start. So hope performance to go from there and not do it last year. That's the main thing, or else I'd be fucking sickened. Yeah. Um Kevin, can you see this one going any other way than a than a turtless win, or would you give to an ulti a fighting chance? Yeah. You know, look, I suppose any game in the stadium in quarterfinal, the the correct game plan, you know, if things work out from Sarsfield that bit off, they'll have a chance. But, you know, I think this Sarsfield team, even if they're, you know, 45 minutes that they're under the cosh, I think they'll still find a way against um, penalty this year. I think there's something about them, as Sean said, that, you know, they're burned a bit by Nina last year and they don't want to, they look like a team on a mission. And I maybe don't think that this penalty team hurling the way they are this year have the firepower. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And uh, Kyle Bork is obviously a big loss for them. He, he's um he's hurt his knee and he's out. He's out all year. 
Uh, but um, Timmy Hammersley uh, is still knocking around and still kind of good for for ten or eleven points a game with with freeze. And he'll he if the ball isn't coming in, he'll come out and he'll get on it. I mean, he'll probably one you'll need to watch on, I suppose, when he when he comes out around the field looking for it, won't you? Yeah, and he always makes noose of himself. He'd be giving out to the ref, complaining. You know, he makes he makes himself known, and that presence alone, even over the years, he'd deny one of our backs go down and pop over three points in play because he pissed around off so much. Like, you know, it's kind of he's that kind of player, and it works for him. Like, you know, that's the way he is. Like, and he, he's going to slap points over, but like it's going to be going to have to hurl. Like, we need to hurl. Like, we have all year. There's no point in going out and fucking not showing up. Like, our forwards. Again, like like Mary Creed mentioned earlier, like you know, what St. Mary's had done a job in him. Like we can all you know try something similar inside there and marshal him, but then you've Dennis Mary and McCormack, you know, either side again. So it's hard to know. To just yeah, I suppose yeah. that, that's the other side of it, um, Kevin. When you look at the Sarah's forwards, and and they, I think they've kind of been playing the two men full forward line with, with Dennis and Teddy inside, and it, it's that outlet. The two boys are obviously able to hurl as well as as kind of be standing under a dropping ball, but. Can only play a young fullback in, in Robert Doyle. He was very good for the minors last year. But I mean, this is going to be a serious test for him up against these these two huge men, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Especially the space of the stadium as 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 well. You know, that bit of extra it's in your head as a player. Um, you know, the the, the spaces in front of you will seem you that that bit more, you know, if, if Sarsfield can isolate him, maybe and but yeah, you know, thinking again a penalty, maybe they are a step up on what Sarsfields have. Face this year so far a little bit or they have the potential to be a step up but um yeah for me Sarsfield by at least five or six yeah and um, so that that game is on at three o'clock it's on it's live on RT um but uh, the other the second game of that double header which goes ahead at five o'clock again on RT but for me is the game of the weekend that is Killeran yeah. and Lockmore Killeran who who played very well in their league stages top their top their group um, and coming up against the Lockmore team that um. That finished second to kill a dang and after losing to him by a point. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Wardy, you know, maybe uh, thought that they were maybe over the top as a team, but looking down through their team, like uh, Jerry Cal, Craig Morgan, Harlan, excellent. Nicky and Darcy, Seamus Hennessy, Seamus Hennessy said maybe about um, Timmy Hammersley rolling back the years, but I think Seamus Hennessy is another. You know, excellent, excellent club player, and it's great. Just this game is on RTE, and everyone has a chance to see it now because it's two of the top club teams in Tipperary going to just go hammer and tongs at it. Um, it's, yeah, it's just going to, going to be exceptional. So many subplots to it as well. Um, Kilran top in their group, and you know, you come out against Lockmore as well. It's probably the bomb draw to come out against. You know, at any stage, but yeah, as I said Lockmore are a fine team. We probably discussed them already, but they're facile win against them, um, killing all. Probably, as Sean said, hasn't taken anything out, out of them. And, yeah, it's just going to be a cracker. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you said, Craig Morgan, obviously, in the in the, was it in the North final, he was absolutely brilliant for them and, and tr- did his best to, to drag them over the line. But um, they, they have some good... Keno Kelly's hurling very well for them for them in the forwards. Uh, he's an outlet for them on, on the puck out or from, from general play. Um so they, I, th- I think they'll they'll come very close. It's, it's a game. It's it intrig- It's an intriguing game, and there's so many there's so many good players on, on both sides. It'll be interesting to see to see how they, how they line up and what and what the matchups are. Likes of Brian McGrath probably picking up um picking up O'Kelly and 
and and trying to stop him winning that 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 long that long ball into the half forward line. Yeah, Jerome Cal maybe on um, Nolan, Nolan John maybe, or you know, yeah, there's so many you have to get your match matchups right, but. Um, yeah, it's nearly impossible so to mark the Lockmore lads like Nolan and John like we've tried over here is man marking them it's, a, it's an RD like you're literally broken up after match like and they'll still pop over five or six points yeah, like, yeah. Well, this could be a pure hurling game I think this could be a, an old style game where both teams are going to go hammer and hangs at to be fair like yeah. from what we've seen so far with both teams it's we're going to have one big draw in the quarterfinals with Lockmore in it and this is what we got like and I think it's going to be an exceptional game, to be honest. Yeah, no, no, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think it has the makings of the game of the weekend. Um, and, and and as Kevin said, I'm delighted to see that it's on RT because it, it really will will showcase the, the Tip Club Championship for for what it is and a very exciting weekend in store. Uh, the fourth and, and final quarterfinal of the weekend, lads, sees County Champions Killadang and getting primetime Sunday and they're up against Upper Church who are making the quarterfinal uh, for the first time um, in, in quite a while. Um, the church will be they'll be they'll be buoyant after after qualifying but will they have enough to to see Kildangan um, see Kildangan Kildangan off Sean no unlikely to be honest like they want him on the horn like that's the draw they wanted to be honest um, they got kind of a tough draw on the football and the hurling they're kind of looking at now going what the hell but like I know it's quarter final stage and that but still like with, like it's hard to know Kildangan or one of the kingpins at the moment up there the best there's no like, like over church I know they got through literally lucky enough last minute point to lose by 10 instead of 11 they'll have to up their game on what I saw this year to be this Galangan team but it's going to be a shock but I can't see this being a shock I think Galangan here now are going to win yeah, this seven or eight points maybe Galangan aren't going full full tilt yet I think going under results um, but you know it only takes one performance in the quarter final and suddenly again they're the team to beat you know surpassing Cyrus who, who um, yeah, but for, for me, I think Kildang can probably have an extra gear to go to get to the heights where they were last summer. So, um, yeah, but still, you know, Upper Church, I think another team to probably the narrative is there to give it a go 45 50 minutes max. But then Kildang is class and you know, eat their bench if they need to go to they'll, they'll, it'll see them through. Yeah, it's hard to know for Kildang in that group, like you know, they kind of got through it, came top, they won their three games, like. Win the first game against Lockmore was the game. That's a cracking game. I anyway. like get the point over there, and as matter just kind of going through, not the motion, but you know, it would have been expected to beat Brackens and McCarkey. Yeah. So now exactly. they're regrouping again and going into this, and I think they'll look again, again, as you said, if gears left them for sure. Yeah, I was just going to say there that's like there. We said the two week break between the last round and and the quarter final. Do you think teams will have will have kind of regrouped the likes of Borsali and and Kiladangan who probably. I suppose look limped through um limped through the, the the group stages i mean even in, in one or two of the games course lee didn't play their full team you know they were they were happy enough kind of i'd say to finish maybe second uh, knowing that they'd still be in the quarter final you know but the uh, thing with like kilangan is do the same like they're only three game they had so far no they had still had to win the other two games but against a lot more that's a long time ago now um like it's different hurling than the first game we said the ground can be soft we're going to be out conditions for the weekends not to be great um, the pitch should be alright in the stadium saw someone during the week said that they were worried about four games being on there but the pitch is perfectly said now so yeah yeah no and the weather this week obviously has been, 
been yeah. great. So there, there's been there's been good drawing. So in your end, it felt it, it'll be well done off. But and I put you on the spot, Kevin. Can you give me four winners um, in the Dan Breen? Yeah, um, four favorites. Was that all I said? Jeez, <laughs> um, pick out. Uh, I I'll go Clitor Ryan over uh, Lockmore for I don't know what you call it a mini shock, mini shock. Um, Barcelli, uh, Turles and Kildangan. Sean, would you concur or would you would you stay with the mid lads? I'll go a lot more killer on, but this is going to be like it could be a draw. You pick a draw now, Mike, just to cover our bases here. Like, uh, I I'll go a lot more on the podcast. This <laughs> can any see uh, you know to, to nail your colours there? Can any see like as, as well the other three games? Any any bit of a shot? Maybe you say the Friday night game under lights in the stadium if Mullahan come out and Bursley don't get going, but it's hard to know. Like is in they're going to need. An exceptional performance from the underdogs and a great, a poor farm from the main team. Bursley could be that could be the one I kind of think maybe. But Q Bursley winning now by 15 points for yeah. sitting next week, like fucking ages. Like, it takes off from the whole lads now. Thanks, yeah. for losing them up. <laughs> yeah. you, no, I, I, I think I, they wouldn't even have 15 for the party. You know, the way they'll be talking during the week, but they'll be. <laughs> They'll be knocking on doors before they leave the parish. But uh, yeah, I, I heard a good story. I heard a good story that uh, talk about bitterness, lads. Um, last weekend we had an under nine tournament here, and uh, Mullinahone came up, and uh, it was ourselves and Mullinahone were in the final of it. And uh, I think it got a bit rowdy on, on the sideline and whatever. But uh, Owen Kelly's young fellow was playing, and uh, Owen Owen told the lads that uh, we 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 bet them in the two thousand or ninety nine under twenty one final. Owen was playing, and Owen showed he said he showed the young fella the match coming off the Cavaliers and said they couldn't lose the Cavaliers. Talk about bitterness. Yeah, <laughs> he's been waiting for this day for twenty one years. years. Twenty two years. So, yeah, but so um, who won it? Just who won it? Did they get the revenge? Yeah, they got the revenge. I think it was uh, a two point win. And, that's, and what day was that on? Was oh, he's actually I talked to Don Kelly and McDonald's after that. I just asked Mary's game. He's inside getting our burger and I walked in. And he was, I was like, How are we getting on now? Is that another nine blitz there? Yeah. Blowing. It was on in where's it on? It was on in Kappa. Kappa, yeah, and he's going back. The kids were in fucking McDonald's getting the rope. He was See, that was the trace. There was no McDonald's unless they yeah. won like. <laughs> they won, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll move on that's Seamus Oreen. Um so the first game, the first two, two of those games on on um on Saturday, uh, Clanny Kenny and Cashel is in Nina at half one. Um, Kevin, you you probably know a good bit about about the James Serene teams. Uh, Clanny Kenny and Cashel, Cashel finished out well. They, they topped their group, um, but this is um, this won't be easy, is it? Clanny Kenny, Clanny Kenny are a tough, tough outfit. Yeah, again, maybe for you know, definitely if I'm tipping all the the favourites in the Ori or in the Dan Breen, I give all the outsiders a chance in the. Uh, you're not Varys outsiders at all, Kevin. You're you're the favourite. No, so. no, no, Varys, back there, no, 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 will you? Um, <laughs> Turles you know, the double is definitely on there, and you know, I'm, <laughs> don't mind even discussing that one. But yeah, Cashel could do that. There for me, they're turning into the new, maybe the West version of Killing All. You'll you'll know after 15, 15 minutes or so whether they're in the mood or not. But um, I heard is it Dylan Fitzell is is back there with him now, maybe to shore up their defence that bit extra or. Uh, he, he played junior A last weekend, seemingly hurled very well at centre-back, but I, I find it hard to see Dylan coming into the, the senior team at, at this at this stage. I don't think yeah. he, he probably has enough training. But I think, you know, if, if Jar Brown was, again, you know, probably the, the key to their win over Lara, uh, that sealed sealed them first place with the, the five-point margin victory, I think that, you know, if Jar 
hurdles as he can for Cashel that uh, he could be the difference. But again, I would be very slow to name my colours to the master in any of these games. I haven't seen any of Conor Kenny this year, but you know, any team at this stage of the Orient has a chance. No, yeah. oh, I know Cashel are winning this. That's seriously, yeah. honestly, like. That's intended. You know, whatever about whatever about there being a shock in the Dan Breed, I nearly I, know. I just feel Cashel have just I, I on paper if, if the Orient was playing on paper, yeah, Cashel all day, but just, the paper has to come good, just, good someday. Like they're surely some way a bit better now than they were a couple weeks ago. Cashel, but, but Cashel are coming good, lads. They, I mean, they they've they won two, they won their two two of the, two of the three games in the. In the, they did, yeah. The and they beat Laura by they were two points up going into injuries. I mean, Laura lost by eleven points to Newport. You know, so I, I think they can pick holes in. Yeah, um, it, I suppose it, the one thing it does show, and probably in all the, the the divisions or all the grades, is that the the groups of sixteen definitely seem to be working because there's very little between kind of top and bottom in in the in in all the the levels. Oh no, and like I wouldn't have Clonic Kenny in the last the quarterfinals to start of the year. And I got the results, we had we teams, we had the groups upside down there in the podcast plans. We had like the teams that were in relegation, we had them tipped to win the group. Like so it is that's how close he's in the real like. Yeah, and even going into the relegation, this with Tracy's winning the weekend. I think it's just very hard to predict Burgess, you know, probably didn't touch on it from last week. You know, hurling in Dan Breen last year and now they're you know they're a game away from intermediate. Uh so yeah, I couldn't write off Clannock Kenny in this, yeah, and Cash probably pay for Cash that should win, but it's one to keep close. And I think this is the first game of the weekend, it's one o'clock on Saturday, so half one on Saturday, yeah, half yeah. On Saturday, yeah. Um, so the second game then is, is three o'clock Saturday, that it's in Temple Derry, Killinall, and Killadangan's second team. Um, Killinall obviously they, they they topped their group on, on five points after drawing with the Tracys in, in round one and, and winning their other two games. Kiladangan were in the SARS group, finished second. He beat them by a goal, was it, Sean? Yeah, above in Temple area. Yeah. And that was a tit for tat game. There was both teams, there was not much between in the end rate. You know, there was a small way, but they were up there. It was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think that the game last weekend, I know you asked me there about, about us getting the hiding going into the, the relegation game. Do you think killing all getting the hiding um, will affect them going into this game? I don't think well as you said there they're kind of a game's not maybe for anything it's like more like the start of the year the arena they want to get up senior like to win from a position during the Premier quarter final to get to the county final and win it was would have got a million to one and like so this is their goal like drawing a second team in Killangan like they sure to be happy with that I know Killangan top great performance this year in the group two second teams did um, but like Killangan should be kind of in a prime position now to start peaking and getting through but again depends on like Will bubble show up like what? Like they need their players to show up at Kilnall because they're kind of lacking a bit of depth, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it could be a, it could be a very good game, um, but at the same time, look, I I would have said Kilnall were at the start of the year. I would have said Kilnall were favourites for uh, for the whole competition, and mm-hmm. now they, they're they're on five points. But I mean, they drew. With I think the they were actually in the book. I think they were up there with. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. they were on the top few. They, they would have been. I mean, and yeah, would, at the same time, Newport and Laura would have been up there as as favourites too. Temple Derry were there about as well. Yeah, relegation. Yeah. So it, it, look, it's it, it's very hard to know. And as you said, Killinall will need their their big players to to step up and and put in a performance. And, yeah. Again, I'd watch this one for a, a surprise. Really? Just yeah. Just again, maybe sneaking. I think Kildangan since they actually got up senior, the the second team have been constantly underrated and written off. 
and you know they've probably been underdogs in all in all their games so far. They're very close to my mind and to to the standard of stars, the second team. So um, I give them every chance in this game. Yeah. There's something about the second team, Kevin, that our playing their second team. It doesn't. That's how we kind of got under radar a few times, you know. And same thing in this year. First round out, thought, oh, we're playing birds. Are playing their second team, and they got caught in the hop thing completely. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very, very good point. Yeah, the the third game then in, in the third quarter final sees Temple Derry and Gartnahu, two teams who have been kind of up and down, I suppose, all year. But maybe Gartnahu got to got their two wins, and and the game against Killinall wasn't as important as um, they, they were just deli- they, they were in the quarter finals going into it, so it didn't really. It, it didn't really well. Did it matter to them finishing top? I suppose has its has its um, has its benefits. But uh, Temple Derry have been up and down in, in the North Championship and in in the group stages. Uh, how do you see this one going? Sean Ryan is obviously going to be the big threat um, for for Temple Derry going into this one. Kevin, uh, Sean Ryan, exceptional. <laughs> Sorry, just yeah, Sean Ryan. There, like he's might done so far this year's unbelievable. Like from our reports, there's no two ways about it. Like Gartnahu now are in bonus territory, winning intermediate last year and in the quarter final of the ring. Like that's phenomenal. Like that shows it can be done. Like with these teams going up, like and the level that they can get to. Um, so but it's going to be a humdinger for sure. There's no Temple area if the big lads show up, they should have. But Gartnahu are going to go and fight. They're they're a hardy bunch out in Glengool. They're there, they won't they'll you Temple area lads are going home sore if they lose if they win this one for sure. Yep, Temple Derry should have that bit of class to see him through, but again, wouldn't be the, the biggest shock in the world if you're, you know, here here on Sunday evening that uh, Curtin Hoover after winning that one. And uh, so moving on to the, the, the big game of the... of The most, um, predict- the most predictable the quarterfinals. The <laughs> um, second, second big meeting in a week for, for Curtis Arsfields and, and St. Mary's. Um, Kevin, we'll go to you first. Sean will say, sure, you're only playing a second team. So <laughs> yeah, and sure. Look, we're the, we're the soft lads from the south you now, a football club. And as you said, oh, they know you know all the other clubs. Oh, you know football, 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 and they won't have their eyes in the hurling. Two two, two soft towny teams, I'll call them. So yeah, exactly, and he, he complained about all the yellow cards then on uh, the, the county final. <laughs> no, I mean, look, it's great for us to get there. I think we qualified from a very uh, a tough group at the outset. We probably weren't weren't fancy to qualify. I think we're hurling very well. You know, this year, this year, you know, probably saved our worst performance for you know the last group game against or against Porto. Lucky to get through. That's all in the past now. It's you know, it's 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 going to be very tough. Sars Sars are arguably you know the team of the group stages. If if take them as their own merits, you know, on their own merits, very good team. If you know, Sean said earlier that Liam McCormick is playing again. You know, obviously on a high after after last Saturday. He, he, he'll take some stop and I think Sarah's a very balanced team um, yeah hopefully we'll be able to keep it poked out them and you know keep it close enough <laughs> Jeez, uh, I love this yeah. um, you, you have tended to play Seamus Kennedy kind of full forward um, over, the, over the group stages but do you think as time goes on you'll, you might need to bring Seamus kind of out out the field and, and kind of play midfield half back where, where he's been so good for you over the years um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Seamus was a bit deeper this week. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Um, yeah. Not giving anything away. Um, I, I, I have to say, I was in New Inn last night watching you train. Um, and uh, I could say a few things, but I'm not going to either. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Rockwell Rovers. That, was, that wasn't us. No, no, that was ye. <laughs> Where was Seamus Kenny around, around centre back or full back, was he? 
Pull it back, yeah. No, no, I, I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell you off here. <laughs> Um, no, you, I, I, I was only doing that by watching you train. You're moving very well, um, actually. And, and as, as only a team can be when they're when they're coming up to a quarterfinal. At the same time, Upper Church are actually training in our own place. Um, lights, obviously, is, is is the reason, but uh, they, they seem to be going very well. Um, the standard they're, they're training, James McGrath from from Tumivar is training and, and in Sexton. But yeah, I, I was impressed. I have to say, we we, we were after playing football over there, and, and you were in. And you were training in New England after, and yeah, it was a it was an impressive training four or five nights before a, before a quarter final. But anyway, um, Sean, the the Sars, how, how were you fixed uh, going into this weekend? Um, obviously St Mary's uh, quite a, quite a good quite a good team. Uh, is this a, a challenge for you? Is it one you'd have been looking forward to, or one you want to a challenge? Yeah. So any literally anyone we draw in the quarter final is going to be up against it. Like, as in we're up against. The best of the groups at the moment, like against Birds, are missing five lads with injuries. Like, know whether they're going back or not, having a, having a notion. Actually, Mike O'Brien, Conor Lanigan, these lads. But then you James Armstrong in the backs who played minor, and you meet Lisa beside him. Like, that's experience with younger talent, like James Armstrong. Then you lads like Tommy Doyle is actually out, his shoulder is gone. Uh, but then you've experienced John Maher. The forwards kind of depend on Jack Lanigan and Michael Ross and Kevin Dunn. So he's lads that have been around the block, winning three to count of titles, mixed in with younger lads, as I mentioned, like Lee McCormack. But as we expected with Mary, it's going to be the same as the minor game, be tit for tat. Both teams are kind of same style, I feel. They're kind of two kind of hurling teams. It's going to be kind of where they play their key men. So where will Kendi line out? Will they, Rob Peter to play Paul? And, but then I kind of see like who, like will our car start for us as well? Like he's a lad that has to kind of keep an eye on him, even though he might run around and just do nothing. But have to watch yeah, him as yeah, well. Like. <laughs> Did you just say Larry Carver will run around and do nothing? <laughs> are you going? Are you going to title the pod again? Larry runs around and does nothing. He might just be busy. This thing with, with lads like him, you can come on and let one of their players, one of their teams, be so obsessed to mark them that they'll try mark them man to man and lose one of the good lads. And mm. you see That's it over here. Like playing corner for, or corner back. Like, you know, yeah. in, in, in the expectation. In the station, yeah. Larry is the uh, is the advice. You you might have to order your bombs from the back of, of Larry's. Don't be going up near the don't be going up near the, the counter, Sean, because <laughs> saying that all he does is run around and do nothing. Uh, but uh, I I um, in the other three games, lads, I'll ask you to, to put your pin your <laughs> pin your colours to the mast. Who, who are going to be the three the, the other three semi-finals in the James Arena, Kevin? I- Go on, Sean, fire away first. Uh, Cashel, Kinnall, Sars, and I go Gurton Who there and the other one. Just, you know, I know, feeling for him. Yeah, I'll go, I'll, I'll go for the after four. I shall go Mary's. <laughs> I'll, I forget it. Clannock Kenny. Yeah, Clannock Kenny. Killangan. Kildangan B and geez, who are Templeary? Yeah, Temple. Yeah, Templeary. Yeah, Jesus. on the spot there. Yeah, so there's your there's your there you tune go. for you there now. Right. I, I I wasn't expecting you to say anything else on the Mar- uh, Marys and Sarah, so I wasn't even going to ask you about it. But um, we'll move yeah, on no. to the, the intermediate quarterfinals, lads, and we won't spend too long on this because I've lost all interest in this competition now. Not Villa by twenty points. Yeah. <laughs> Every- <laughs> So uh, my my intended to be in gold, and then the first one, um, 
uh, Sean, uh, mine obviously they won the, the mid and they, they went quite well in the group stages. Uh, draw, they drew with, with Drum, which I suppose was a surprise, but they, they won their other two games um, easily enough. And Garota Connor and Connor Boer both back fully fit now going into the quarterfinals. Golden, who were a semi finalist two years ago, um, but kind of struggling a little bit with injury, I think, this year with Andy Burns not being fully fit and Jack Mimi not being. Not, not, I don't think he is actually fit for this weekend. It'll be a surprise, but um, could you? How, how would you see it going? Uh, would you see? Um, if you mentioned like if Jack Leamy, you said there isn't isn't fully firing, then this is a mind victory kind of. And what mine do? Mine, they're kind of they're the team that have been there thereabouts the last number of years. They're always competitive. This business end like we're kind of judging goal enough now and kind of where you're at and where other teams that have played are kind of at. I think mine will have enough here, enough talent on the field. Is Younger lads coming through there that are exceptional. Goal and depend a lot on Leamy up front. Like, um, yeah. without him, it's hard to know where main score is going to come from. They know one I could step in and score five, six, seven points, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's for sure. With uh, especially with Andy not not being not being fit, still carrying that injury from the from the West Final. Uh, the second game in that is uh, so, uh, Saturday at half three, Kevin South team in it, Kilsheelan, who have been blazed the trail through the through the group stages, up against Ballina Hinch, finished second in their group. Um, I suppose this is similar to the question maybe I posed in the, the Dan Breen. Kilsheelan have had two weeks to, to get ready for this with no football distraction, um, which which does tend to come against them um, in, in previous years uh, when, when they go deep into the, the senior football championship. But um, yeah, can, can you see anything other than Kilsheelan victory with the way they've been playing? Uh, no, with the way they've been playing, I think it is one of the tougher draws to get now in Ballina Hinch. I think it'd be very tough. I think, you know, even the fact that Kilchina are after drawing Lockmore in the football, which is, you know, a tough, tough, tough draw. Um, you know, it's a great chance for Kilchina to make, uh, you know, make a big, big dent and make progress into this. By all, by all my sources tell me it's very hard to get at now to Kilchina, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know that they are going very well. There is a big focus on. On hurling, that the you know that that's that's where the focus is this year. Um, it, as I said, it is probably one of the trickier draws along with the Ballangarry game to get. But yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd give them a nod in this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The third game in that then is is um, Sunday at half one in Templemore, Ballangarry against Moneygall. Probably the peak of the four Tighter four quarter finals with uh, Ballangarry coming down from from senior uh, did very well in their group and Moneygall. Then obviously they. they I suppose surprisingly beaten maybe by Kickhams in a, in a group that you didn't rate, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, and and they obviously had that big win over somebody last weekend. So, uh, but but this this is a game. This has the makings of a cracker, doesn't it? And it's on in, in Templemore. Yeah, it, it does. I hope that Dan Astrotalk doesn't play a, play a factor in the result in this, unless it's Alan Gary getting screwed by a late goal. But yeah. um. <laughs> it's, uh yeah though it's 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 definitely the tight around uh money goal coming off of, you know their confidence must be sky high now after their narrow win over Kappa White <laughs> the weekend. Ballangari said coming down from senior Dylan Walsh and well winning a few games which they haven't been doing over over the last few last few years. Um yeah, but the pressure's on them big time to get back up senior. You've another very good team coming down, you know, you you know, the the losers of that, that Laura game from the Orion. And yeah, Ballangari, I think they I'll give them the the nod there because I think they need to win it that bit more. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, the last game in that uh, quarterfinal, Sean, is Knockville Kickhams against Drummond Inch. Drummond Inch maybe a um, 
a surprise package, I, I would say. No, we, we certainly didn't tip them at the start of the year to come out of the group. Um, did very well in it, actually. They beat us and drew with, drew with mine. So they're going quite well. But um, Kickums, Kickums have, have won their three, their three games since, since we beat them in, since Cap White beat them in the West, West semi final. And they're, they're unbeaten and, and, and going very well. A very young team. It'll be an interesting game between the two of them. Yeah, Drum kind of shocked everyone the first day there, like come on, but yourselves there like that. But and then he drew it mind the week after. Like Drum are kind of this year, their seniors didn't go firing at all, but their intermediates are stepping in there and to have some hurlers that have been around blocks of one count silence, they know know where going. But as you said, Knockville are kind of on a roll as well. Um, like Drum need to be exceptional out to win, I think, now the weekend, but. At this level, you wouldn't know, but they have to go on Knockville, to be honest. Closest thing to a boy in the quarterfinals, isn't it, for Knockville? It's what? Closest thing to a boy for Knockville. Just fired. Well, considering, oh. you, considering you thought that that was the the worst group in it, like you, you're, if you're, yeah, you're, they're you're getting the handiest draw in the quarterfinals. <laughs> You'll have serious ache on your face next weekend when you come on this this podcast and both Money Gall and Pickens, who came out of the worst group ever in Intermediate Harlan, are both in the semi final. Well, I expect, oh. the, I expect the Kickums to be there because they're after ha- landing the, the handiest quarter final. <laughs> you know, to be perfectly honest. But. Um, yeah, so they, they should be four, four very good games in the, in the quarterfinals of the of the Intermediate Championship. All those games going to hit this weekend as well. And uh, what we did, we forgot to mention earlier on, lads, um, our, our talk about was the two Seamus Oreen um, relegation games that, that went ahead. Tracy's had a very good win um, at the weekend, um, and then Newport had, had quite a—I well, won't say an easy win, but they—I they, think they won by six or seven, finishing up against, against Lara. Um, yeah, Kevin, Seamus Arena. Yeah, Newport win by we, more. I think the Newport win by eleven. Oh, it was at eleven. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think. Yeah, I think they might have just really, really pulled away. I'm just remembering in in that one, but yeah, great win for Tracy's on the yeah. west. Great yeah, win. No. You know they're the old, the old, the old. The old dog for the hard road there. Yeah, yeah, and and like as you as you mentioned earlier, Borges coming down, they're staring a second relegation in the face, and and it, it probably it, you know when you come down, you you have to be ready for it, don't you? Because yeah. it's just a battle. No, no matter what grade you fall to, it's a battle when you when you come. But down. I love you know I love to do a study of this, or if anyone's out any wants to do a PhD, but the double relegations in tip, you know they're. Like Borland a few years ago, Cashel, Bally Bacon definitely went down junior A, you know, all in quick succession going from senior to, you know, two two grades down. Now you probably have the the Orion, if you like, as the kind of the first cushion down. But you know, there is a sometimes a trend for teams not getting together and going down twice. Yeah. Um yeah, it, it certainly is. It's a tough one um, for them. like obviously they're they're a proud club and, and I mean they, they were only relegated. I think there was only did Arog only beat them by a pint or two pints in, in the relegation final last year, and, and here they are now staring staring a relegation. And like that game actually isn't on this weekend. I don't think it's on for two weeks. So Laura will potentially have whatever whatever injuries they have back. Now I mean Stephen Murray hasn't been firing for for Borges even though he's been playing, but he's he's been he certainly hasn't been fully fit. But if Laura can get their players back. They, like Laura, as we said at the start of the the year, we we put them up there as favourites for one of the favourites for for the competition, and now they're 
they're in relegation. So be... yeah, and you know I don't know why that game isn't on to the thirty first. I think it is the thirty. I think it is the thirty first. Yeah. Not even. Yeah, it's not even fixed right now. Yeah. Mm. So. Um. But one thing about Birds, like when you play those in the last group game, I know it's a dead roll, but after the match, they seemed their attitude was exceptional after the game. They're going around kind of like this, sitting or drive on, like don't fucking get out. Like they looked. They looked to be in the zone kind of way. Yeah. So it's kind of disappointing to see him lose there last work, weekend. Yeah. Like it just didn't work. Like even they looked like a team, they'll stay up. Not kind of way. They had that kind of feeling about like what is someone said in the or whatever was or something like no team is too good not to go down. And you would say, Kevin, when you fall, it's you fucking tumble. Like it's it goes through the whole club. Like, yeah, and Tracy's in that game, you know, they know they bounced around intermediate for long time before getting yeah. up and you know that's their second we beat them after a, a war last year in the relegation final and you know it's, it's um again wasn't a, that game came down to the last poke of the game did a 21 yard uh free to you know to to, to win the game so yes there'll be nothing in in any of these relegation games again yeah no i, I think as, as we said last year last week and, and the, the relegation games have been so tight it's, it's uh they've been so so hard to so hard to, to call um, so that's it on on the games and the previews for for this week, lads. Is there anything else um, in the GA world you want to have a chat about? Get off your chest. Um, no, you don't want to go fighting um, over over the game the weekend. Or we can save that for next. Yeah, uh, we save that for next week. <laughs> we we'll bend the knee again as usual. Sure, Sarsfields are incredible club. You know, great to. Yeah, great team. Is it, Kevin? <laughs> but but I'm sure all the superlatives are, are getting out. According, now, so. according to Sean, um, Kevin, you didn't play the Sarsfields last weekend. It was a total new club that had nothing to do with the Sarsfields or Door the Soul. So I mean, is that, they're saying oh, is it or? or what, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this new new third club that has appeared in Turles and <laughs> you know just happens to have all the Door the Soul. Yeah, they're called, they're called all the, the players can choose who they want to play with as well. So. <laughs> Very good. So look, look, that's all we have time for this week. Sean and Kevin, thanks for joining me on the on the Premier View. Uh, we look forward to the quarterfinals this weekend. Have a look, lads, if any of you there are listening at the, the weekend pass, which is available from tipperary.ga.ie. It's exceptional value for all the all the games that are going on at the weekend. And until next week, we'll go on to